time music means. It's time for the show, everybody. It's been a while. I know what it means. It's time for the hardcore travel yeah. cast. Hardcore bitch cast travel. <laughs> My guest today, the one and only Bob Cameron. Welcome back. What do you, what do we title you as? Boston Bob. Boston Bob. Hang on. Boston Bob. As long as we're giving ourselves nicknames. What's yours? Baby Cock McGillicuddy. Yeah, it works. And my rap name is Heavy Flow. It's that time of the month, motherfucker. Dude, I've been watching the Hatfields and McCoys. Gangster. It's fucking, yeah, white people are definitely the most gangster. Gang. Yeah, colonial, you know, colonial white people. Oh, the crazy hillbillies is what I like to call them. The crazy, yeah. Black people and like Compton ain't got stuff. shit. They, yeah, they say they're West gangster. Virginia. Fucking white people are the, the most gangster people in the world. Like 200 years ago, white people. Like now. I don't know, man. I see some hillbillies sometimes that they're. Like they're, moonshiners? Just crazy. You yeah. know, all the, all the black stereotypes that white people give black people fit more fit, for a hillbilly. Fit the moonshiners and the meth cookers. Fried chicken? You, get, you stand between a hillbilly and his fried chicken, you You're can get done. killed. Yeah. Done. They're, they're fucking crazy. They're violent. They're, and they're you know all, very you smart. Know, and you know all the hillbillies are married to fat white women. That's right. Well, the Hatfields <laughs> and the McCoys, all the McCoys fucked fat women. Yeah, the but Hatfields. But they have hot, no, daughters, though. The Hatfields, the Hatfield, he did it right. He... He had a nice little colonial woman. Uh, the 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 kid, the, the the one that fucked the blonde girl, man, uh, and had a baby with her, with the McCoy chick. Yeah, that chick was hot. Yeah, see, I'm trying to remember it now because I watched it when it was actually on like a year and a half ago. It was awesome. It was good. Yeah, I just you know I, I get to things a little late. A little late. I have a life, you know. It's- <laughs> <laughs> Not like you. I can't sit around watching TV all day. Hey, you on know, my ass. that's what DVR's for. These guys who book comedy clubs. Book, yeah, that's all we do is just book comedy clubs. That's and, what a phone call a day. Oh, fucking, where's my check? Yeah, History Channel. <laughs> I'll tell you what I didn't see on the History Channel though. <laughs> oh man, my, episode episode two of American oh, Jack. <laughs> your words hurt. <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait, was it American Jackass? Uh, it was, uh, well, I should know the name of my own show. I think it was, right? American Jackass. Or was it American Wise Ass? Ass. American, American Asshole. No, it was American Wise No, that's, that's the name of your next album. <laughs> your comedy album. Well, yeah. That's American not, Wise Ass. No, it was American Wise Ass. American Wise Ass, It was yeah. good, though. It was good. Uh, you know, the, the, we got good ratings. I was happy with it, but apparently, you know, whatever. So why, what happened? What I understand, they're chopping it up to, into a web series. Oh, that's weird, and we're back. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. Where, where'd, the la- where'd the last 48 seconds go? I don't know. <laughs> I know we just get weird. Oh, editing. Yeah. It's weird. Editing as we go. Uh, but no, it was, it was cool uh, working for the History Channel, getting to work with Loftus. That was cool. He's, uh, he's one of the coolest dudes I know. Speaking of cool dudes, we get to work with Steve-O this weekend here at Zany's in Nashville. If you're in the Nashville area, come on by. It's 20 bucks admission. You get to see me. And Steve-O. That's a hell of a show. When are you going to post this? You it, get to see me talk about my dick and him staple it to the wall. So be <laughs> like, he's get, stapling your dick to the wall now? I hope not. What a closer. That would be terrible. What a finishing he act. Get, he wouldn't be able to get enough. Good That's enough. definitely classified as a finisher. He couldn't get a good enough grip on it to staple it to anything, man. You'd have to use like those little mini staplers? Yeah. Like the, little, like the finger staplers? Those are too big. Really? I got nothing. Yikes. Yeah. Small y'all? 
I am. Speaking of uh, speaking of changes, you, you look a lot different than the last time I do saw I, you. Do I look thin? You look. Have you ever seen the movie Philadelphia? Yeah. Like Tom. Oh, no, like, I didn't see it, but like I know what it Tom is. Tom Hanks, Philadelphia. You, you think I got too skinny? Is what you're saying? No, I think you have AIDS. <laughs> is what I'm saying. <laughs> oh man, I need to stop hanging out in those bathhouses. You need to stop hanging out in your in your your uh, Ralphie Mays clothes. Yeah, no, man. They're looking kind of big on you there, brother. Uh, well, these are, you know. Those are your lounge around. Yeah, I'm not. I, lo- I did. I lost a bunch of weight, man. I probably you lost did. about 50 pounds. That, it looks like it. You look good. You look healthy. What, what, what's the secret? Uh, go to the dojo six days a week and yeah. no life whatsoever. The dojo? Is that like a, is that like a, a, a Wi Fi bar? It is. It's Coffee the House. Dojo that coffee does podcasts. The Dojo Coffee it's House. A, it's, a, it's the Captain's Podcast sounds, Coffee House. That sounds trendy. Uh, Sounds trendy. Yeah, no, man. I just uh, just been writing music. I have to get at my mind off of booze and the bars every night, so I go fucking do martial. How long has it been since you drank? Uh, since the last time I made you? Let me see. Is it true that the last time you had a drink was with me? No, I think I had a uh, drink with Crowhurst, or maybe it was you. I can't remember. Six hundred fourteen days ago. Do you have like a counter? Yeah, I do. That's cool. Yeah, so... 604. So it's like... 614. Well, a little under two years. Yeah, yeah. It's good. What keeps you... What, keep, what keeps you off of it? Uh, well, honestly, martial arts help a lot. I was doing the uh, AA thing for a while, but... Yeah. It started getting depressing. But with the, the martial arts, it gets me in shape. I, you know, I learn how to defend myself. I meet really cool people yeah. at, there, and... Uh, I recommend it to anybody. You grow as a person with martial arts. It like makes you want to improve yourself in a lot of ways that you didn't expect. A lot of people. A lot. Of, actually, I was listening to a podcast on the way down here today. Um, it's and it's weird because the two podcasts that I listened to, they were talking about AA uh-huh. and how they went to an AA meeting just to see how it was and kind of feel it out. And they realized that there are people way more fucked up from booze. Yeah. Like, than them. Like, you aren't blowing people for rent money because you, you, you spent it all on booze. Like, that's what a lot of people in AA are talking about. Yeah. I mean, I don't so know. So, it's that, like, it, it, it helps, but it also makes you think, like, maybe I'm not so bad. No, I was pretty bad. I think... You, you were blowing people for rent money? Not that bad. But, I mean, I was uh, fucking up at work and, yeah. and having bad shows and doing, you know, be, I wasn't being the most moral guy and, uh, like no, you were fucking people in the back of comedy clubs? No, I was. Come on, man. Are you gonna make me edit shit again? <laughs> <laughs> Zip. Whoa, hey. <laughs> Speaking of Easter Sunday and going to church. Come on, man. What? It's the truth. It's podcasting. You don't have to hide from the truth, Jake. I'm, I'm definitely gonna edit that shit out. <laughs> <laughs> it's so unnatural. Oh boy. Come on, just let it. Just. You, did you really think that? You were going to have me on this episode of the podcast and I wasn't going to talk about the past? Not that part of the past. No? No. There's man. plenty of other shit I could talk about that's way worse. Like how you, like how you got me fired. I didn't get you fired. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just, I'll have you on so we can talk about all the shit I don't want to talk about on the podcast. Who's that texting you? Uh, one of my servers asking for the night off. Uh, did you tell him fuck no? Yeah. I told him, you need to witness the magic that is Jakey and Areno and, and his small dick song. That's awesome. I, I like Zany's comedy club so far. It's a great run, right? It's awesome. Good staff. You could back off the mic a little bit. You're getting kind of a 
the buzz thing. It'll pick you up, man. It'll pick me up. Yeah, you should know this by now. This is you've done a lot of podcasts. I know all about picking. You're like an old pro. I know all about picking things up from across the room. Like yourself after a bourbon barrel. Are you drinking now? Huh? Are you? Do you drink? Yeah, not as much as I used to. No, not. Yeah, we can't do shit. Not like as much as I used to. It's like. weird because every time, like that 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 night, as fucked up as it was. It is really, it's had, it's had definitely some long-term effects on my drinking ability. I can't drink as much as I used to as of that. Like what he's talking about, we had a bad night the, at the club once. Where I had a bad, you you walked away from that. No, it was so. bad for me because I, w- I got the blame for it at first. People thought that I had gotten, it was my fault that you got drunk. And you hadn't eaten that day. Got taken to the hospital. Yeah, see, you need to... You, you need to eat if you're going to drink, dude. Especially Kentucky Bourbon Barrel. You're crazy. I know. Well, I mean, it, that shit's for real. But I had, uh, but like I said, I, I, there have been nights where I've drank a lot more and been you a lot less effective. Had you um, taken any kind of medication that night? No. Huh. I mean, just blowing, you know, blowing lines and fucking. Well, that should not hurt the your usual. That should I know. Make that, you drink more. Right. Exactly. That's why I was so weird when I ended up in the emergency room. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but uh, so do you want to talk about that? So he got fired. I don't care. See, I don't care about talking about my past. <laughs> I'm not. We don't need to edit this stuff. All out. right. Well, <laughs> we've all done a lot of regrettable things, that's and that's 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 what podcasting is for is to is to come clean with all your no, it's not. The demons no, dude. I was a different person back then when I was drinking. I know, which is why not. you should be able to talk about it. All right, man. I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> so anyways, what are you up to besides not writing new songs? She's a nice girl. <laughs> oh, you got a haircut. I did. Um, I need another one, actually. Have you, always, have you always had that scar on the back of your head? Yeah. Is it like since you were born? Um, no. It was well after that. I was like an injury? Yes. Like a scar? Yeah, I it wasn't from it. that. It wasn't from that time you got your ass kicked last weekend in your <laughs> in your blue belt test, was it? Oh, I wish it was a blue belt. Shit. Uh, what was it? A, a brown belt? I wish it was a brown belt. You're red gonna, string? Don't don't give me too much credit, man. It was I did a. Was it the red string wait, test? Wait, are, are we talking? You're jumping around to fifty thousand different things here. I'm just trying to. I'm just uh, trying to find no, something. I got injured in a fight. I'm I just was, trying to find something I'm allowed to talk about <laughs> without you threatening to edit it out. <laughs> Welcome to the Bob Cameron Podcast, right, ladies yeah. and gentlemen. No, I'll talk about this. I do have, <laughs> I do have one announcement I want to make. Uh, Monday night, Columbus, Ohio. CBUS. Uh, I'm doing a show for the Children's Hospital. Uh, I called them up, and now that I've quit drinking and I'm trying to improve myself as a person and get rid of some bad karma, I'm doing some charity stuff for some different people. And uh, I, I'm helping out the uh, Children's Hospital. They always need new toys for the kids. A lot of these kids don't have a lot of money. They're sick. Some of them are uh, terminal. And uh, I, I called them. They said they could always use new stuff. So I'm putting on a show at the Funny Bone. No admission if you bring a toy in the package of $10 more value. There is a uh, uh, wish list on their website. I believe it's nationwidechildrenshospital.com. So, so you're doing the show... 100% of the proceeds go to Toys for the Kids, and I'm giving the toys. So it's not like you're going to the Children's Hospital and doing a show for the kids. No, 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 no. This is Cause for it, adults, Yeah, because right? that would be the shortest show in, in the history yeah. of comedy, because the amount of material you would have to cut out to make it age-appropriate. Mommy, what's a fucking cocksucker? <laughs> Billy? 
You're lucky you're sick. <laughs> I'd beat you right now. Uh, if mommy was a cocksucker, you wouldn't be here. <laughs> but it's a <laughs> but it's a it's a good cause, and it's Monday night, seven o'clock, Columbus, Ohio, the Funny Bone Comedy Club at Easton. Bring a toy, bring ten dollars, bring whatever. What if they don't bring a toy? Uh, they pay the admission and the and the cash goes to the children's hospital. Uh, actually, my buddy Mike Ranabarger, very good man, is going to take the money. And buy gift cards and toys for the kids directly. 100% goes to them. I'm not making any money. Mike's not making any money. These guys, all the comics are working for free. Uh, Chris Anderson, uh, Bob Cook, and a kid named Angel Isaac out of Cleveland. So it's going to be a good show. And I don't know, uh, maybe some more Columbus comics will stop by. Uh, if if uh, anybody's in the neighborhood, stop by. I'll see if I can get you five minutes. Um, well, it's your show. You should be able to, right? Uh, yeah, I don't want the, the show to go on all night, but I can give five minutes here or there to a guy or two if they show up, or a girl if they show up and they're funny. Um, are you going to take donations at the end, too? We are doing raffles. We're raffling off all kinds of cool gift cards and stuff like that. Yeah. And uh, it's just, it's it's a great cause, you know? I got some friends in Columbus. I'll tell them to go. Tell them, yeah. Tweet them. I'll tweet them right freaking now. If you don't edit this out. And I never fucked that girl in the back of the showroom. I don't know what you're, I don't know what you're talking about. I finger banged her, but that's different, you know. Wait, which showroom are we talking about? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so that, yeah, that's the uh, that's the announcement that I really wanted to make. If all, for all my Facebook friends listening to this right now, that's a good cause. Yeah, man. I, Mike Ranabarger and I. Let me tell you about him. He's been on the podcast before. Great guy, man. A very cool dude. He. Is not a real in the spotlight guy. He doesn't do stand up or anything, but he helps me with a lot of work that I do behind the scenes on these um, charities, mm -hmm. and uh, helps get the room booked and um, helps get the toys from A to B. Uh, we, we over the years we've done a lot to help people, and uh, he's he's always been there to help me. So he's a cool dude, and you can meet him if you come on out to the Funny Bone that night. That's Monday, May twentieth, seven o'clock p.m. Columbus Easton Funny Bone. Boom. And after the show, I'll be selling weed out of a green van. So that's pretty cool. And the proceeds, <laughs> and the go, proceeds go to the kids for to, that? To Bob Cameron's the, the, children. The proceeds go straight to the terminally ill children. Well, I mean, hey, if, the, if the kids, any of the kids have glaucoma, that might help. Yeah, that's true. I don't know how many of them would. What, are you editing more shit out? No, I'm looking at the uh, Facebook to, to see if uh, there's anything I'm... There was some shit I wanted to talk about that I saw on Facebook today, and I can't find it now, so I don't know. Maybe I won't talk about it. Did you read about the guy who uh, got arrested? Or no, he died. He tried to fuck a hornet's nest. What? <laughs> yeah, I guess on Facebook there was a the news story that this guy tried to fuck a hornet's nest, and uh, he died, which I don't know like how sexy a hornet's nest is. I mean, if I, I'm I mean, if you got that honey dripping out the right way, it could look. Pretty, I'd stick my dick in it. Yeah, you know, maybe, maybe it was, maybe he was trying to just get the honey on his dick so that someone else would suck it, and he just didn't make it that far. I don't know. I mean, I mean, I I fucked a lot of weird shit. <laughs> <laughs> I have yet to fuck a looked at a hornet's oh. nest and gone, oh yeah, no, I need to get and... that. It's been a while, but ow, 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 ow. 
Um, how about this guy marching on Washington? Uh, what about uh, July Fourth with a bunch of armed people? What? Adam Kokesh, he's marching on Washington. It's not a violent march. They're just uh, uh, trying to force D.C. to honor the Second Amendment. So they're all showing up to D.C. with uh, loaded rifles. Oh, yeah, that's going to go far. <laughs> go over that'll, go, that'll go over like a wet fart. <laughs> no, it's a peaceful protest, and he's already called the... Uh, it's a peaceful protest with fucking is. armed rifles. No, listen, according to the Second Amendment, you're allowed to have a, a rifle wherever you want, right? The, the Second Amendment's very clear... And it says that you have the right to defend yourself and, and your right to bear arms should not be infringed upon under any circumstances. So you, nobody should be arrested for having a gun anywhere ever. I mean, and, and if you notice, as gun sales go up, gun crimes are going down because people are scared to pull shit when everybody's got a gun, you know? Yeah, but I mean, it, it, could, go, it, it could go either way. See, I think law enforcement shouldn't arrest them. They should they should get them in there, let them march, and then get them the hell out. Yeah, but and try you, to make not a big deal out of it. Okay, well then, if if, if it's a monitored peace peace rally or whatever, well, that's what he's trying to do. But now the cops, have, the chief of police in D.C. says that uh, she's going to arrest them if they show up. But what if a million people show up with guns? With a million you're guns, gonna, you're going to fucking arrest us, really? That's, that's, a, that's a recipe for disaster. To. No, because I think the protesters will be peaceful. Because all it takes is no, but all it takes is one 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 hillbilly, one asshole with an itchy trigger finger, one Hatfield or McCoy, one to show up. Hatfield or McCoy. <laughs> yeah, he's arresting to, my brother. To show up and just fire one shot, and I then all of a sudden, all of a sudden, it's just mayhem. May, it's just disaster. Well, hmm. We'll see what happens July 4th. It's going to be interesting. On Independence Day. That's a, that's I think they should pay-per-view that shit. <laughs> There's going to be cameras around. Stream it on the internet. Shit, yes. Yeah, Make so it a web series. I think they'll probably arrest the guy, and he'll go to jail, and then there'll be uh, some sort of uh, and there's always, there's always, And then, the, then you're going to have to deal with the backlash from that. The Supreme Court. All, you know, all these people telling, you know, complaining. Are about, you a gun guy? Do you own guns? Mm-mm. No? No. Huh, interesting. I'm a lover, not a fighter. Yeah, yeah. You have your second kid on the way. Second, yeah. Yeah, so you are. You're, Clearly, you're definitely laying the pipe down. I am definitely having sex at least twice in my life. Then you're, you're. Uh, do you know if it's a boy or a girl this second? Boy. How do you know? You had the ultrasound. Yep, he's got a penis. Wow, you you are. Uh, and it's weird because it's the exact on the little picture. It's the exact same size as yours in real life. <laughs> <laughs> Man. She's giving birth to a full-grown Jake in arena. It must be a girl. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, I, but I'm excited about this weekend, man. It's, you've never been to Nashville, right? Uh, I've driven through. I've stopped in for a day here or there, but I've never got to see many sites. I was always working, uh, yeah. doing, like, shooting or something. And uh, <clears throat> I'm excited because, hey, Nashville seems like a really cool town. It is. It's very artistic and creative mm-hmm. looking to me. And B, uh, we get to see our buddy Steve-O. How cool is that? It's fun. I love that guy. It's he's, been a while since... He's truly made an impact on my life. He, he, he definitely has. Yeah. For the better. Yeah, I think he has. Now if he could just get you to wear clothes that fit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I don't know why I have you on the show. Bustin' Paul since 19... When was it? No, it was 2000s. That we, 1990, I was still in high school. I've been busting your balls since we met in, what, 2004? Is that right? When we first worked together at Captain Brian's. Marco right up the Island. Back. Like 2005, probably. 
Yeah, my last show at Marco Island was a disaster, man. I walked like half the crowd. Your last show at Marco Island was probably your my last, last show at Marco Island. Island. It might be, man. <laughs> Captain Brian, if you're listening, book me back. Sorry about Sunday night walking half the crowd. I didn't do anything unusual. You I just did what me. you always do, and that's walk people. <laughs> <laughs> How do I get work? Uh, <laughs> Let's th- can we talk about the movie that we made? Yeah, um, we made a short film. It's called The Middle. You can. Uh, it's hard to find online, but if you because you keep pulling it offline. No, no, no. If you go to you, YouTube, YouTube, Jake Annarino, The Middle. No, no. You YouTube Kirk D T V. Oh, that's right. That's on our buddy Kirk Crawford's page. Is that? Are you, what are we doing? Is that? Is that the final? The final cut? No, I don't know what Kirk's doing with it exactly. I'd have to call him and ask. Well, you got a lot of good cameos from a lot of people, right? Uh, yeah, we did. And there's my, myself. You did a good acting job. And I then there's some just some other people. You know, you're a good actor. Who else do we have, really? Steve-O was in it. Steve-O. Uh, Guy Tory. Guy Tory was in it. Uh, Jim Short was in it. Jim Short. Uh, Bert Kreischer was in it. Chris Porter sang the theme song. Crasher was who? My, was it Mike Malone? Mike Malone. He was Mike really Malone funny. Was in I it. thought he was a scene stealer. Burt Kreischer. Uh, me. I was awesome. Yeah. You no, were there. I was good. Yeah, you were in it. All right, man. But that was like that was the. I think that was the. That was kind of like the final chapter of the old Jake. It was. It was a spoof on how I used to be back when I drank. Because and then like since then, you've just been you know clean and sober. I think that happens to a lot of comics. Like the Turner, like the, the yeah. lifestyle change. Yeah, I think a lot of comics get, get, like are hardcore and they get really drunk. Well, because it's got it's, and it's got to be tough. Because even I mean, I'm I'm, not, I'm by no means a comic, but I've been in the industry for seven years now. Right. And it's really hard to turn down free booze when it's thrown at you every night, and you know, and drugs when they're thrown at you every night, and right. pussy when it's thrown at you every night. And right. Well, no, I don't get the pussy thrown at me every night. Well, I mean, I'm saying comics. Oh, okay, good. Thanks for clearing that up, <laughs> asshole. <laughs> no, but I mean, it's got to be like they weren't throwing only, themselves at me that last night in Marco Island, brother. There's only so many times you can say no before. You know what I mean? Like, it's got to be real tough after a while. I mean, tougher. Not I, for me, man. But it's got to be tough. But not for you now. But before. Yeah, I mean, when it was like, hey, let's. Don't get me wrong. Sometimes I, I, I'm having a bad day and uh, a couple of shots sounds good, but I never act on it. Yeah. So. But I mean, like before, like. The last time I came close to drinking, some girl in Ohio had uh, ripped my heart out and uh, just, just really uh, hurt me, you know? Yeah. And I was at the airport in Phoenix, I think. Yeah, Phoenix Airport, and there was this bar. And I was yelling at her via text, and she was pretty much telling me to fuck off. And for good reason, look at me. And, uh, like, I was looking at the bar for, like, a half hour. And, like, I, I, I was thinking about going in, but I just I talked myself out of it, you know. Yeah. How long ago was that? Uh, I wasn't even a year in at that point. So it was about a year ago? Yeah. And who knows? You know, I might drink again someday, but I don't think it's going to be anytime soon. I just don't feel like I, you know... It's, I'll tell you, man, because not only, I mean, quitting drinking is good for your mental health. It is. But it's also, I mean, it's also good for your physical health. I feel a lot better, yeah. Like looking at me, I obviously have not quit drinking. Because no, I don't. think all the weight that you've lost, I've put on. You put on a couple of pounds, I think. I'm the heaviest I've ever been. Really? Mm-hmm. 
Well, that big could, time. You know, uh, people that. But couples that have babies, I think they both gain weight. Well, I, I, that's part of it. It's definitely a huge part of it. But I did. But there have been times where I've quit drinking just to, you know, just to dry to lose, out to lose some weight, and oh, it, and and it and it falls right off. Because if you think about it, you drink the the main time you drink is at night, uh-huh. and then what happens when you're shit faced and then you're on your way home and you pass all these twenty four hour drive throughs. You know, or you get right. home and you raid the fridge. You're just putting on all the all those calories and all that food and all that fat at three o'clock in the Do morning. Not even eat fast food now. Right, but I'm saying like even but even when I quit drinking, I still ate. I I didn't really watch what I ate. I didn't really go to the gym at all. I just quit drinking. Uh. So like I would. How go, much weight do you think you lose when you do that? I quit drinking. Pounds? I before I moved to Florida, I quit drinking. I quit drinking for seven months and I lost forty five pounds. Yeah. But I still ate Taco Bell. I, I didn't go to the gym. It was weird. Like, I just, I don't know what it was. Maybe I need to do that again <laughs> twice because I, but it is, because you think about it, you just, you get drunk and then all of a sudden half a frozen pizza is gone plus, you know, like I, yeah. a pint of Ben and Jerry's and then you go to bed. I don't eat perfect, but I eat a lot better than I used to. But do you eat in the middle of the night? Sometimes, yeah. And then go right to bed? Yeah. Well, fuck you. You just totally invalidated my point. Well, I, but... <laughs> Cut that. Hey, now you now, now I'm telling you to edit out. <laughs> edit that. <will> <laughs> hey, what are the hours of your shows? I got someone in Columbus. Um, 7 o'clock to probably like 9? Uh, 8.39, something like that. We'll probably be out by 8.30, 8.45. I'm not going to make it go on all night. I'm going to say 7, 8.39-ish. And did I mention Columbus, Ohio, Funny Bone, Easton, May 20th, 7 p.m.? It's a Monday night, isn't it? There ain't shit going on Monday nights. What other... Actually, it's Columbus. There ain't shit going on any night. Especially shit that's going on for a cause as good as yours. That's right. The kids. And remember, if you don't help, you hate Children. sick kids. Sick. Yeah. So, nice job, assholes. Yeah. Oh, good night. Hey, you have to go. Yeah. Enjoy, enjoy trying to fall asleep tonight with that on your conscience. Yeah, baby killers. <laughs> But it's a good show, good cause, good comics, great club. Is uh, it a good club? I've never been. Yeah, it's a great club. Dave Stroop is. Uh, I've heard. I've heard a lot about about Stroop from good a lot of different of people. Very good man. Everything's been good. And actually, he's helped me a lot behind the scenes on these things too. Every time we have a uh, a charity event, he's very happy to let loan us his space, and uh, we don't have to pay him anything, nothing like that. It's very cool. I, I do appreciate that. So. Dave Stroop's A-OK in my book. I, and he books me. And that's... So, he's got horrible taste in comics. <laughs> right? Apparently. You do too, man. Yeah, terrible. I could tell last night when I walked into Zany's, mm-hmm. the staff was like, boy, I hope this guy's going to be funny, man. <laughs> really? There was that... Uh, let's see what he does. He's like, oh, he's got a guitar. Yeah, oh, shit. Oh, another guitar, guitar player. Act. But I'm, not, I'm not really a guitar act. I do play guitar in my act, but like I don't twice. consider myself a guitar act. No, you're not. Yeah, no. You're not. You do, yeah, you do You do your stand-up, and then you do your, you know, what I like to call your closer song, and then what I also like to call your walker song. Right, right, the walker the song. The walker song is, is, the, is the improvisational song. One that pisses people off. Because <laughs> you usually choose the, the young girl that's with her family <laughs> and talk about how you want a finger blaster in front of her Aww. dad. <laughs> then he calls the club. 
like, do you, do you go to Rickles' show and go, I was offended. No. Have you been around as long as Rickles? I, I don't I, I don't know how long you were around before. I, years just a couple? A little more established. I was getting a text from this comic. Uh, so what do you think about all that, that kidnapping shit in Cleveland? The what? The kidnapping in Cleveland? Uh, the Charles Ramsey guy? I don't know much about it other than that, you know, they kidnap these girls and it's so wild. One of the girls had the guy's baby. Oh, wow. Yes, they had been kidnapped for 12 years and then when they were... How do they, you not escape in 12 when they years? Es- you want to be there. When they escaped, they had a, like a four-year-old child with them when they escaped. So obviously, not, it was one of those dudes. How do you not escape in 12 years? I have no fucking My clue. life would be escaped. They said, they said that the, the neighbor guy who... You need to see, if you haven't seen the video of this I've guy's interview. That he, and I, you know, everybody goes, "Oh, he's a hero." I think he's kind. Of, I don't know if he's a hero. Or you not. know who thinks he's a hero? Douchebags. McDonald's. Oh yeah. <laughs> Shining endorsement for McDonald's. Well, I just he's get like, mad because he goes, "This fucking McDonald's tastes so good." I had to think whether or not to finish my Big Mac right. or rescue three kidnapped women that it, have been in captivity. It was a toss-up. For 12 years. It's a tough like call. Big Mac or be a hero. Well, he says... And it's like, but there is... It's, it, you got a thing. It's two all-beef patties. It is pretty good. Special sauce. Dude, I wouldn't eat that shit if and some. Other, oh, I've never had a Big Mac in my life. I wouldn't eat but McDonald's ever. he... I, I don't... Like, he said these guys would go outside and, like, work on their cars and, like, play with the dogs in their backyard. And you know what the most fucked up thing is, too? Is that they said that... They'd even watch the guy play in the backyard with the little girl, and they just thought it was his like granddaughter. So they didn't even think that anything kid's of that grow either. Up all fucked up. And that these fucking three psychopaths went to the vigils and like the the prayer services for these girls while they were locked up in their basement. Oh man! Like how fucking crazy do you have to be to to just fucking just not even worry about that shit and just be like, well, let's just. Evil. It's unreal. Did you and you see? Did you see the three guys? Did you see their no, mugshots? No. Oh. Scary dudes. I mean, they they the, they looked like the three like the three of those dudes looked like the kind of dudes that will only get laid if they kidnapped a girl and force fucked her. Oh wow! And they did. And that's unfortunately what they did. And one of them had their baby. Well, I like the guy in the interview says, "Oh, when a white girl ran into a black man's arm, I knew something was up." I'm so sick of this shit where the white man's always like, "Okay, so you're saying white women are all racist? You never seen a black a white girl uh, fucking run to the arms of a black man? I guess you never been to an NBA game, huh? <laughs> I see this shit every club I go to. I see white women run into the arms of black men. Yeah, to get away from you. No, it's, yeah, it's like a, they don't go. They don't run into the arms of black men with the fucking Al Sharpton haircut. It's because it's just you're the black man whose arms they don't want to run into because you're fucking goofy McDonald's eating ass. Because <laughs> you have a 12-piece McNugget. Like, I, I never got called a racist in my life until Obama got in. And then if anything, I disagree with this guy on, and all of a sudden I'm a racist. And, you know, fuck off. I'm not going to feel guilty for being white. You're not going to stop feel... burning your crosses because, <laughs> right, that's right. because you don't agree with what the president says. Oh, fuck that, man. <laughs> Racism's a two-way street. This guy on Twitter tells me, oh, black people can't be racist. Only white people can be racist. Well, did you see, I was just talking about this the other day, how there's a commercial on TV now for, a, like, a black people-only dating website. 
I, that doesn't piss me off. But, you do you, know, but I mean, if, it if, doesn't if, piss if me if off. If you're attracted to black, but women, if you think, what if, what if it was reversed? What no, if, yeah, well, what if it was a white people meeting white people only dating service? How much? How many news it, channels would that be on? It would definitely. I mean, look, black entertainment television. White, where's the white entertainment? It's but, the other 367 but stations. But dude, off the mic, you're killing me. But, but you know this. You, you've been on a thousand podcasts. <laughs> yep. You're talking on the mic like you're about to go down on it or something. Well, it's been a while. <laughs> but yeah, I, I don't. Uh, I wouldn't have a problem with an all a black well, like, black well, website. If if a black man wants to date a, a black woman and they want to have a website, I guess I don't have a problem with that. And if a, if a white if white people want to do that, I don't really have a problem with it. But I could see how a lot of people could. A lot of people would. Oh yeah. And that's what that's sure. what I, that's what my first thought was. I didn't have a problem with it. I was just thinking. How many people would be pissed if it was the other way around? Yeah, a lot, I, I imagine. Yeah. It's like how everyone... I'm starting an Asian for Mexicans website. It's only Asian men for Mexican women. It's called Craigslist. <laughs> no, but I mean, and, and this is the thing. I got in trouble on Twitter recently because Lisa Lampanelli uh, posted a picture with some white girl and said, this is my nigga. And all these black people were like, oh my God, she's racist, this and that, and... And I said, I'll fucking lighten up. And then all of a sudden, I was the guy who was racist. Yeah, because you're defending. Like, I said it, and I said, you know. you're a racist by association. Look, comics, uh, yeah, comics, black and white, make fun of race. I mean, Aaron Spears says a lot of shit about white people. I don't get mad. It's funny shit. Yeah. Uh, Don Rickles says a lot of shit about pretty much every race you can name. No, nobody gets offended because right. they know it's Don Rickles. Right. He's kidding. He loves black people, white people, Mexican people, Indian, whoever. Yeah. Uh, Lampanelli, I mean, how many black guys says she fucked? All of them? She, like, used to only fuck black men. I think every one of them. If she's racist, she's not very good at it. Except Aries Spears. Right. And that's why he's so mad. Is that why he's angry all the time? Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. So, um, yeah. No, but I mean, I think we should all be able to laugh at ourselves, no matter what our race is. We're in the right business for it. Yeah, so I don't think anybody should be off I, limits for a ball busting. Like getting called a racist because you do a joke about, we were just talking about this off air, because of a bit about a fucking cartoon. Right. Like a children's cartoon. Or like some, like just some ridiculous shit that people take offense to at a comedy. It's political club. correctness, you know. But it's also a comedy club, so you got to realize at some point, like none of this shit should be taken seriously. Yeah. You know. I agree with that. Y- yeah. I mean, I grew up in the black clubs. Like there, like, and, and I used to see anti-white stuff all the time. I thought, for but the I most mean, part it goes, it but it goes even further. Like we had, we had someone recently who was people. People sent emails the whole week after because they were you know they made fun of their intelligence like what race was he making fun of white it's just white people and white comic with an entirely white crowd uh-huh. and he, they, they were just people just nitpick about anything they just they just can't it's like hey it's a comedy club let's go and laugh at ourselves let's go and laugh at the world let's go and laugh at Everything that's fucked up in the world today because it'll just, there's no use, there's no use harboring all this hostility towards it because it does us no good. But then someone gets on stage and is like, you know, says a joke that goes over my head and then they point out that it went over everyone's head. Uh 
then they want to complain that now they're insulting our intelligence. I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. But, uh, <laughs> I'm glad you went to the No one has ever referred to your comedy as intelligent humor. That's right. And that's why you have no idea what I'm talking that's about. definitely When not. it comes to Greg Proops. Greg Proops? Very funny comic. Yeah, he's great. Very intelligent, witty, witty comic that just does his material and it's very smart. A lot of people don't get it because it's so smart. And he likes to tell people when they don't get it. He likes to point it out when people aren't getting it. Uh-huh. Was I too close to the mic again? No, but you did bring my show to a screeching fucking halt with that story. So thanks for that, Bob. Why is that? Because it's just not funny or interesting. Oh. So I'm, I'll just edit that out. And that, <laughs> and that was the turning point of this, I don't know this podcast. <laughs> I think, I think oh, boring oh, and uninteresting boy. happened when you hit the first three chords. Oh, man. <laughs> Well, we're already at the 36-minute mark here. That's crazy, and we haven't even talked about my old club closing yet. Oh, yeah, what happened there? You uh, you shut down the Louisville Improv because you mismanaged it so poorly? Yep, because I'm a terrible businessman, <laughs> and I have no idea why I'm even here. Well, you landed on your feet. Nashville's a nice town. Eventually, yeah. You know, this is a beautiful club. This club, Zany's, here in Nashville, has been here for 30 years. 30 years. It's like it's like a comedy, it's like a museum of comedy. So if you shut this bitch down, you're really a horrible person. Then I really need to look in the mirror. <laughs> you should go to clubs you hate and look, just apply there. Long and hard in the mirror and say, maybe it's me. Yeah, well. Maybe it is me. I don't know, man. I don't know what happened in Louisville exactly. That place's rent couldn't have been cheap, though. It definitely wasn't. I think Louisville, Louisville is a place, I mean, it's already got a comedy club. But I think it's, it's, it's definitely, it's got actually a, a comedy club and then a couple alt rooms popping up here and there. Uh-huh. But I think it's definitely a place that, there, there's, a, there's a spot for comedy in Louisville. There's a lot of local comics that are really talented. There's a, there's a room that they can use. And there was, I think there was enough room when the, when the improv was there. It was just there were so many other factors that just made it not work out. Like you managing it? Yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't exactly call it managing it. Uh, I would just call it unlocking the door in the morning and locking it at night. Right. And the rest is just a circus. Who was uh, the guy who closed it? Who was the last comic you had through there? Earthquake. Oh, man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Another building destroyed by an earthquake. A natural disaster yeah. in more ways than one. Is Earthquake a nice guy? Super nice guy. Funny? Really funny. Funnier than me? Yep. Fuck you, man. You don't I mean, there, there's that, a man. long list of people that... <laughs> Actually, the list of people that aren't as funny as you is a lot shorter than the list of people that are funny. I'd say that's probably true. But, I mean, uh, those people require a lot more money than you do. Yeah. That's how I get my gigs. You can't can't always, you know, there's not a lot of people you can pay at the end of the weekend in a bag of weed and some Subway sandwiches. Hey, guys gotta eat. Hey, you know. That weed makes you hungry. Exactly. Five dollar foot long, man. Hey, I'm on a budget. Good shit. <laughs> Anything you have to promote? Um, oh, I got to work with Eddie Ift last night. I could talk about that. That dude was pretty cool. Yeah. Nice guy. I'm sad. I was. I was upset the when I wasn't down here for it. He he was pretty cool, dude, man. I we have some, working with we him. Have very some, nice guy. Eddie and I have some fun stories. Oh Co- yeah. A couple of them that involve Gary Menke. Oh boy. Yeah. One of them actually involved when we were in Louisville involved Eddie. Arriving in Nashville and not then having no idea how the fuck he got to Nashville. Why? Because he was so fucked up. No, because I just yeah. <laughs> I've had I've had days like that. 
with about eighty dollars worth of McDonald's in the back seat of his car. Oh, jeez. <laughs> yeah. So there's a there's a we, there's a Marco Island story from, and it's there there should be a video on YouTube of uh, Gary Menke, myself, and Eddie Eft at the Waffle House. Oh and, yeah. <clears throat> How do we find that on YouTube? Uh, Gary Menke. Hot stripper. Used, I think I think that's the the search term used to be Gary Menke hot stripper. Well, they're in the Waffle House. That was Eddie Ift with them. Mm-hmm. It was you, Eddie Ift, and Gary Mankey. In the yeah, that was on my that was on my shitty cell phone camera back and they when were I had mad a shitty at somebody at the Waffle House. No, we weren't mad. We uh, Gary was just drunk. Yeah, not no hostility at and he all. Set off a fire extinguisher. He walked across the entire Waffle House and sprayed Eddie and I in the booth with a <laughs> fire extinguisher, and then that's highly illegal. We left when and I couldn't make this up if I tried. We left when there was a the Waffle House waitress um, said verbatim, "Oh hell no! Somebody give me the number for 911." <laughs> I think it's 911. And I said, I looked at Eddie and, and Gary, and I said, "I think we've got a window to get out of here before they actually call 911." We should leave now. We should leave now. And the hotel was in the the. The Waffle House we were at was in the front parking lot of the hotel that they were staying at. So we just went to their room and watched, I think, three fire engines and two police cars come to respond to the Waffle House. And then Gary realized that he left his cell phone on the table. Oh. And walked back to the Waffle House. <laughs> straight past all the AMTs and the cops. and no Grabbed one, his phone. Grabbed his phone and walked back out. And walked Nobody fucked No him. one even stopped him. That's amazing. That's crazy. Just the... the Murderer returns to the scene and the scene. watches the cops collecting evidence. Because mm-hmm. there's uh, chemicals and stuff in, in that, and it's, you're spraying it in a restaurant where people are eating. Yeah, and it got all over us. Like all that powder shit got all over. I mean, if I was on fire, I'd we thought it was it. hilarious at the time. It's pretty funny. And, it's, and even watching the video, it's, it's really funny. I wonder if I can get that on. Let's see. You should try to pull it up. Uh, there's a whole there's a whole like build up to it too of just Gary swimming you know the you know the the fountain in the front of uh, EN oh man the hot stripper yeah I wonder if he took it down um, it's on Eddie Eddie put it out it's on Eddie's page right there number one that's not it is 2, it 2500 views yes it is it most certainly is because we have, there's video, before, the, that's the grand finale, is the, the Waffle House. But there's footage of uh, Gary swimming in the fountain in front of Captain Bryant's. And stripping on stage. Yeah, I don't regret quitting drinking. <laughs> yeah, that was after about seven shots of Jack Daniels. He's dancing like a stripper on the stage. Oh, Captain and he's Bryant. about to take his shirt off, too. The crowd loves it, though. They're into it. They're, they're loving it. Mikey ain't exactly uh, Brad Pitt either, folks. He, he looked like Benny Hill. He says he looked like Benny Hill fucked Elvis. He does. There goes the shirt. Holy hell. There goes. Yeah, there's a lot of white skin. Let's get back. Let's cut. Cut. Yeah, cut. Cut, cut forward, a little bit forward. Yeah. He's going through the kitchen with his shirt off. <laughs> Now he's behind the bar. And there's me. Oh my god, this is on video. Oh, 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 oh. Gary, get back here. Gary! 
Gary, there are a lot of cell phone cameras. How on. much coke was Gary on that night? Uh, that that I did not feed him. I was feeding him the Jack Daniels. There's there's like nine people videotaping. But here, wait, here's Gary. Oh, he took his clothes off and he's jumping in the fountain. This is in the middle of winter too, so it's swimming like in the it's like it's the winter in Florida, so it's like maybe 45 degrees. Oh out. my goodness, that's a good way to catch pneumonia. Somebody wants attention. <laughs> Here's the Waffle House. And just all over us. This is the same night? The same night, yeah. And then watch the pose. Pan up. GQ. And that's when someone yelled, gave me the number for 911. <laughs> <laughs> oh so if you search Gary Mankey hot stripper and and it's M E N K E you'll see our friend Gary Mankey hot stripper it's got drunk as shit 2500 views already shit. let's see if we can get all the way to 2520 we'll see if we can do that <laughs> if I can leave this part in the podcast I might edit it out there's a lot of shit in this there's a lot you do a lot of editing on these podcasts I do man you might as well just do a radio well show. we have 45 minutes Right now, yeah, maybe ten of it's worth posting. Yeah, and that's you just know. the ten minutes that I was talking for. No, 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 it was definitely the ten minutes <laughs> I was talking for. Ten plus ten equals forty-five. Ten plus ten equals forty-five. Uh, but, uh, yeah, man, I think that's it. I think I'm, I think we've worn out our welcome. <laughs> uh, we might podcast later in the week. Oh, uh, Max Mosquito, sorry I didn't fucking post your episode down at Captain Brian's in Marco Island. Uh, I'm having some editing issues with it. <laughs> a lot of shit was said that. Uh, Why do you? So, but that's the whole point of having a podcast: is no, that you no, just no, no, no. uncensored, unfiltered, and you just put it up. No, I censor and filter mine. So you're like the you're like the uh, Nepal the uh, Hitler of my podcast. No. But, <laughs> Okay, if, if you want to go that far. I don't know. What were you going to say? I was going to say you're like the NPR of fucking podcasts. Why, they, they over-edit their shit? Well, it's, just, it's, on, it's, it's terrestrial radio, so they have to censor themselves. I don't know. But the whole point of doing podcasts. I didn't, I just... Fuck NPR. For lack of a better term. Yeah. You're like, you're like the Sesame Street of podcasts. No, not really, man. <laughs> oh, we got to edit that out. So, Hold on, edit out that Sesame Street part. I don't, edit, want, to offend, just gonna, I don't want to offend Sesame Street. I'm just going to edit it. I like, gonna, I like Big Bird and stuff. Well, I guess. You have nothing to plug, right? Uh, this weekend, I guess. Shit, no. I don't do anything. You can see uh, Boston Bob. At, uh, you can follow me on Twitter. Is it Boston Bob? Boston Bob 1. Because when I went to take Boston Bob, some fucking 80-year-old dude in, like, Alabama already had Boston Bob and three whole followers. Yeah, but he was probably Boston Bob way before you were if he's 80. Ugh. But only three people know about it. I have 87 whole followers. <laughs> uh, That's way more than him. Boston Bob and the number one. Boston Bob one. Because there's only one Boston Bob. See what I did there? Well, I'm I'm, I'm a little upset with Twitter because uh, Slappy Cut and McSellhorst was already taken, and I didn't. It's too many characters. Yeah, we gotta cut it down. There's, Slappy there's, Cunt. There's a character limit. Slappy Cunt is probably available. <laughs> Cunty Slap. Let's look. Let's see if there's <laughs> at Slappy Cunt. Let's see. see if it's on there. Let's see if and if it is, we need we're plugging the shit out of that. 
no plugging the shit is. out of Slappy Con. <laughs> I love plugging Slappy Con. I've, I've done it a few times. <laughs> I've plugged a few Slappy Cons in plugged, my day. You, have you plugged the shit into a, fl- a few Slappy Cons? I think I have. Probably. Back in my drinking days. Once or twice. Who knows what we did back then? Who knows back then in Marco Island? All right, at Slappy Cunt. Let's see. There is an at Slappy Cunt with zero followers following 20 people. There's a slappy cunt. At slappy cunt, yeah. I think it's. A, I think you it's. You gotta a, be kidding. I think it's a bot, though. There's no profile picture. It's that stupid fucking egg. Man, I just put two no tweets words together. Slappy. No tweets. No followers. Following twenty people. I just made up slappy cunt. How <laughs> I did? You know the I best part. Did. You know, guess who? Guess who? At slappy cunt is following. Who? Okay, let's start at the top. Bob Vila. That's a cunty person. To <laughs> Good morning, America. What? Yeah. Uh, Ashley Tisdale. Who's that? The singer. Uh, Rain Wilson. Don't know her. Rain Wilson is uh, from The Office. The guy from The Office, I think. I don't know. I don't watch that. Buzz Aldrin and Mariah Carey. Makes sense. Slappy Cunt has some pretty high-profile taste in people to follow. Let's put at Sloppy Seconds. I put you. You put in slappy, not sloppy, right? No, I put slappy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now I'm. Now I'm looking up. I'm a little uh, disappointed. Russ Norton is at sloppy seconds, but he's got seven followers, so he's probably legit. <laughs> well, that that's our show for today, folks. Thanks for listening. I'm going uh, again. Check us out this weekend. If you're in Nashville, come see Steve-O. Twenty bucks. Zanies. Follow us at Zanies Nashville. We're on eight on Twitter. Uh, 8th Ave and South Douglas the corner of 8th Ave and South Douglas we got food we got drinks we got everything you need we got a great show with Steve-O he's one of the funniest most awesome people you meet after the show he poses for a picture with every single person in the audience so you'll have a great Facebook page uh, picture for your profile so uh, come on by you know we'll have a great time we'll have a lot of fun and uh, don't forget that's Monday night Funny Bone Columbus Ohio bring a toy bring a gift for the kids Uh, I would really appreciate it. And uh, as always, smoke weed.